Hello, I'm Shane Schultz, and you're listening to the WeGo Health Podcast. WeGo Health is a network of over 100,000 patient advocates, influencers, and experts helping others and transforming healthcare. The following interview is from the WeGo Health Awards Winner Series. Hey, Kristen, it's great to have you here today. Hi, Shane. Happy to be here. It is awesome to have you here. Listen, we're going to listen to an interview that I had with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Why don't you tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, Lisa um, won our Best Kept Secret Award. And, you know, she has a podcast, Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio, and it really spotlights interviews and talks she has with experts in the field of personal growth and self-improvement. And each broadcast really offers, you know, insight and inspiration and tips for really harvesting happiness at any point in your life. And she has a nonprofit, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, which provides stigma-free trauma recovery for those coming back from the military who are maybe challenged by invisible wounds of war. And it's really about transforming, you know, post-traumatic stress into post-traumatic growth. So a big leader within that community. Excellent. So why don't we go ahead and listen to the interview? Sounds great. We are having a really great time here at the WeGo Health Activist Awards of 2016. I'm sitting here with a good friend of mine. Her name is Lisa Cypress-Kamen of Harvesting Happiness. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Hey, Shane. How are you doing? Happy to be here with you. It is pretty awesome around here, isn't it? It is. So tell me why it is that you're here. What award are you up for? I am up for Best Hat Secret with Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. Well, that's pretty cool. Okay, so best kept secret. Tell yeah. me tell me all about what it is that you do and who it is that you advocate for. Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio is an internet or podcast radio show that really advocates for anybody who is going through difficulties, life challenges, life crises, adversity, trauma, addiction. We really deal with the dark side of life and we help people learn strategies, tips, and ways to actually better self-regulate their lives, better manage their lives, help them have a healthier lifestyle, and really harvest happiness from the inside out. Our tagline is happiness is an inside job. Our thought line is that most of us will experience adversity in our lives. However, it's the relationship that we have with that adversity and how we're able to transcend and transform that experience from something that is negative and suffering into a situation that offers us an opportunity for post-traumatic growth. Wow. I got to tell you, you are talking about what it is that you're doing and you're just absolutely echoing what it is that I do. Yay. The more the merrier. (laughs) I really feel I'm in the right company. That's for sure. You know, with the Risen Strength, the motivational podcast of which this show is based on, uh, it's actually the engine to the Speaking of the Heart radio network. It was my first podcast that I did. In essence, it started from my motivational piece that I wrote in December of 2013. And we are all about helping people understand that they can be more than the challenges that they face. How we go about that is that we do it through the pillars and foundations. And our pillars are support unconditionally, right? So in other words, we don't care whether or not somebody else believes you or not. We believe you for what it is that you're going through because it's what you feel. That's what matters. And then we have empower. Now, empower is my favorite word. It really kind of makes me feel good to be able to help somebody do more than what it is that they did the day before and the day before that. And then after all the work that they do, and it does take work, folks, for what it is that people are going through these challenges and struggles, whether it be mentally or medically related, they have the right to celebrate and reward themselves for that. So those are the pillars. 
And so what it is that you're talking about and the long list of people that part of your audience is just so amazing. And, and I think that it is absolutely wonderful that you are doing the things that you do. So how is it that you got started? How is it that you got it to the point as to where you now have your very successful radio talk show? Well, I come to the war for several reasons. Firstly, I am a reformed, depressed person myself. I went through a terrible year-long clinical depression when I was in my early 30s. And I really believe that there was a better way to life than simply medicating myself, although medication can be very helpful and it was useful at the time. But really what I learned is that lifestyle, self-care, getting real with my own past, with my goals, with my hopes my dreams, my aspirations. And again, that self-care was a critical component to the healing process, on top of which I went back to college midlife to university to get a master's degree in psychology that was really predicated upon um, being married to somebody who was challenged by bipolar disorder and depression as well, thinking that it would strengthen and enhance the marriage. And it ended up being sort of the beginning of the end of the marriage. And at the same time, I realized that so much of what what we report to therapy for tends to be a repeat story, you know, that we tend to show up. Sometimes the conditions will change, the cast of characters will change, but that the traditional therapeutic model might not necessarily be a good fit for some people who are living a very fast-paced life that really need a very proactive methodology to get back on their feet, to stabilize, to destigmatize mental health and not be bound by the story mm -hmm. and limitations of their past. So that program led me to make a documentary film about happiness. And that was inspired by a trip that I made to northern India in 2006, I believe it was. And I noticed in this country, India, which is a magnificent country, this was in Rajasthan, which is in the northern part of the country, just on the Pakistani border, that people there were extremely impoverished. And yet the lights were on in their eyes. There was a sense of deep connection, deep joy, deep spirituality, abundance, even though they seemingly had nothing. And I thought, you know, we come from the Western world. We have so much. We really are a land of opportunity in the Western world. And yet we are not happy. Why is that? When we have seemingly have everything, we're not happy. And these people who seemingly have nothing have joy. And that really sent me on the trajectory of wanting to bottle that formula, whatever it was, to study it, to um, deconstruct it and help others understand what that is. And it also was at the same time that positive psychology really was getting a lot of press. A lot of attention was being drawn to the science of happiness, the science of well-being and how we can put into play really very, very solid research of applied positive psychology to enhance our well-being, that we could improve the set point. You know, it's been said that 60% of our happiness level, we're born with it. It's in our DNA. It's organic. And yet 40% of it, we could change and we can change that through training. And so that really became my mission is that how do you work with people who are experiencing the dark nights of their soul and give them really solid tools that allow them to train for enhanced emotional performance and well-being? Wow. 
Okay. So when it comes to your radio show and looking for different guests that you would have on it and so forth, I mean, what is the the common bond that would be seen on your radio show? I mean, what are some of the things that uh, you would talk about in, in being able to help others that are more like us than they are different? Uh, well, the, well the, some of the common theories are just everyday human interest pieces. We focus a lot on the happiness, the science of happiness, applied positive psychology. We focus on mindfulness. We focus on current affairs. We focus on creativity, how to inspire and use our creativity in service to our healing and in service to others to help elevate and lift others. The power of service. We do a lot of um, trauma work on the show and by trauma work, not necessarily rehashing personal trauma, but the ideology that we as individuals have the power to really transcend and transform our trauma. So we can move from post-traumatic stress, leaving off the D, which really does continue to stigmatize disorder Mm. um, because actually post-traumatic stress is a normal response to extraordinary amounts of stress and when we can transform that into post-traumatic growth. So in other words, we say to somebody, if you had not gone through these horrendous experiences, you would have not learned the following. You would not have learned X, Y, and Z about yourself, that you were empathetic, that you had great compassion, whatever those qualities are, whatever those benefits that came from the worst parts of our lives could not have actually been actualized unless we went through those difficult periods. And that's where we find out where the real hero lives. You know, that is the essence of the hero's journey, as Joseph Campbell calls it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It it really is where the hero comes out. And not to tout what it is that we do here, but that's what I call our risen strength, because it comes from our adversity, right? Because it it is within us. It's within all of us. We all have talents, dreams, capabilities, you know, that we all knew of as when we were younger, right? We always had the vision of what it is that we wanted to do. We always had the dream that we wanted to be. We always had the capabilities that were unique to our own individual selves. And when it comes to injuries, illness, or life experiences, these situations have a way of finding us being robbed of those things, whether it be robbed altogether or whether it be dimmed or or taken away from us in ways, just depends on how it is that you look upon it. And so what we try to do is that we try to help people and I've always said part of my job is really easy because I don't have to make you have what it is that you already have because it's already within us. It's just a matter of you recognizing it again and utilizing what is naturally within you to actually be the strength that you need in order to move forward and live a life that is outside of what it is that you're challenged by. I was going to add that there's another side to the story too, and that is when we continue to tell our story. Oftentimes, we can be locked in or bound by the story, bound yes. by the negative parts of our lives. And what I, what I suggest through the work that we do at Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio is that really that we look at those dark sides as the portal, you know, as, as the way in to discovering the best parts of ourselves. So it, it, that's where we actually become empowered. And it's getting rid of victim consciousness and getting ourselves really hardwired for thrivership. This is absolutely going to be funny because I'll tell you what our foundations are. Our foundations are to take ownership of you. In other words, invest into you for your recovery, 
right? And then the second part is the power of turning the thought. And what you had just mentioned that a lot of people, they just keep on telling the same story over and over and over again. I know it very well because I did it myself, especially with addiction. You know, the bottom line is, is that if you're going to pursue your life into an addictive state, you're going to end up with the same results. Bottom line, that there's really no no if ands or buts about it. It doesn't matter how many times that you change things. Doesn't matter how many different ways that you do things. If you continue to pursue your addiction, it will give you the same results. And then then we have the third, and and which is the last, and that is the freedom of acceptance. Because there are some conditions that you're well aware of that are no cure for, and so we can't actually take it away as much as we would want to. But what we can do is that we can actually make it a smaller percentage of our life as opposed to consuming our life. Like for me in dealing what it is that I dealt with in my life, when I started getting, I'm currently, I have a little bit over nine years of recovery from my addiction world. What I did is I jumped out of a fully functioning airplane because it it represented, it, it kind of ritualized the fact that I could do anything and everything that is healthy for me and outside of what it is that I was challenged by. You know, and this is fabulous. Congratulations, by the way. Nine years is is significant. And, and what's also interesting about addiction, because a, a lot of my practice really is working with young men and women, and, and sometimes older men and women who are challenged by addiction, is that we tend to have addictive responses because we don't possess the language to express, to articulate our emotions, to articulate our feelings. So we use the behavior or the substance. To, to self-medicate. We all know that. But when you begin to give somebody those tools to articulate how they feel, to identify those triggers and those cravings and understand the actual neuroscience of addiction, that we're actually talking about brain physiology and a more primitive part of the brain being triggered as opposed to the prefrontal cortex, which um, governs reason, accountability, morality, decision-making, all of the things that keep us in control in our lives. And when we are suffering, and people who are in addiction are suffering, as are people who are traumatized, we're not thinking with the rational part of the brain. So if we give people those tools and those resources and the empowerment to take charge of that part of our brain, once again, to cool off the parts that are addicted, that are triggered, that are operating in a, in a hijacked form, which is what happens in addiction, right? The, 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 the midbrain takes over and it's all about feeding that pleasure center to take yourself out of the discomfort. Yep. So when we help people take charge of their lives, realize that they can actually make good decisions, that they can supplant part of those addictive responses through good self-care, through community, through mentorship, sponsorship, 12-step programs, community support, whatever it takes, that gives somebody back their lives. And that is magic. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree with you. And you know, what's funny is, is that I utilize my experience with the 12-step program to be able to help others who are dealing with other challenges and struggles that they go through when they're dealing with- That is fabulous. Thank you. I appreciate it. When you're dealing with chronic illness, when you're dealing with chronic pain, when you're dealing with mental health, I mean, the 12 steps definitely can help. And then utilizing the arisen strength pillars and foundations, it really does- make a nice mix as to where we're able to affect a lot of different people. And I know that what it is that you do is doing the same in a bigger, bigger way. Because, I mean, you've been doing this for over, what, now three years, right? We have been doing, Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio is now in its seventh year. 
Oh my goodness. And I've been doing harvesting happiness consulting. So we do um, applied positive psychology, coaching, and lifestyle management for, um, you know, trauma and life crises uh, nearly 10 years. So I've been doing it for a while. Um, and I see that I see the benefit to people, you know, yeah. that you give them you give them the power back, you give them tools, give them resources, you destigmatize and normalize the, the human condition. Because one thing is certain that if we're alive, we will have pain. Right. It's coming for us at some point or another. We will have pain. We will have suffering. We will have loss, disappointment, all the things that we shy away from because we humans are really hardwired for pleasure. You know, all we want is to feel good. And we have the, you know, really the freedom to be happy or the liberty to be miserable, even though life throws us lemonades. How can we make the best of what happens? And this this is a huge challenge for all of us. Well, I got to tell you, I did not know you before the Wigo Awards, but I promise you, I know you now. And I'm going to attach my hip to you because you're amazing. You're everything that oh, I want. Thank you. You're everything that I want to be able to be there for my audience as well in so many different ways. It's no surprise to me that you're, well, it is a little bit of a surprise to me that you are the Best Kept Secret Award, but... Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be the best kept secret much longer. I mean, you're going to be known by a whole lot of people here at WeGo, at the Speaking the Heart Network, and all of Harvesting Happiness audience. I'm just amazed at what it is that you do, and, and it just really is cool to just learn about you, know you, and I hope to have a, a long relationship with you because I know that I can benefit by learning from you. Well, we can benefit one another. I mean, I am constantly learning every day. And I think that keeps me in that state of curiosity and wonder for those who are listening. You know, it happens to be one of the character strengths that have been, you know, defined as what makes people happy. You know, do we stay in that state of curiosity? Because that allows us to expand. It allows us to grow. And being a lifelong learner is, in fact, one of the tools to being a happier person. I totally agree with that. Absolutely. So now that I have said that I'm going to be a fan of Lisa Cypers, Cayman of Harvesting Happiness, where can people find you? Where are they going to be able to find you in order to be able to learn about you and learn of your positivity so as to benefit their lives? Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio is available 24-7. It's kind. It's free. It's legal. It's on the Internet. HarvestingHappinessTalkRadio.com. We broadcast on several syndication avenues, including iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, Toginet.com, SoundCloud. We're, we're all over the Internet. And you can also learn more about the other work I do at HarvestingHappiness.com. Absolutely great. Hey, it's been wonderful talking to you. Enjoy the awards, and I know that uh, you're going to be here for a lot more. I'm excited. I'm excited to, to be a best-kept secret. So thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> oh, you are welcome. Thank you. To learn more and to join the WeGo Health Network, visit www.wegohealth.com. That's www.wegohealth.com. Sometimes.